Alright guys, today we are going to spin some more wool onto this great wheel. This is my portable great wheel. Um, because it folds down, I can throw it in the trunk or I can carry it around a festival. And then when I want to sit down and spin on it, I just uh, take it apart and uh, fold it out. So we start right here taking this wing nut off the back of the axle pull these two um, washers and then this whole frame folds out and then the wheel goes back in oh we got to put a washer on the axle first and we do want to check this uh, kind of make sure this is free that's looking pretty good I think and then slide it into the frame put the other washer on and tighten down the wing nut and that's it when we put the drive band on, then we're ready to go. Might have to reposition my seat a little here. But we will see. I don't know. That's probably going to be pretty good right there. Alright, so my uh, drive band is doubled. And then we... Oh, throw it on. And we're up and running. Alright, so I think with our um, drive wheel being just under 20 inches across, and then our uh, spindle pulley being two and a half inches across, we're at about an 8 to 1 or 9 to 1 um, ratio because I've got a really large pulley on this. Now, if we went down to a normal size pulley, it'd be a much higher ratio, but uh, we'll see that in a second. Sorry about that. Yeah, so... I don't really need a high ratio for um, great wheel spinning. It's nice to have it, um, especially if it's a great wheel that's like a walking wheel because essentially what you want to do is pick up a lot of fiber and then be able to add twist quickly so you can do a long run before winding on and then do another long run before winding on well not having to move the wheel much helps for that with something like this where you're sitting beside it um, it's not as important that you be able to just turn it a little bit and get a real long fast draft uh, of course we always want fast and not because speed matters to us but because volume matters to us. We always want more yarn. We always want more knitting. And the way you get, you know, more yarn in less time is higher ratios. 
as long as that doesn't affect the product. All right, so what we're going to do is just pull this off. And then we will join on to this that we already have going. And because I have a low ratio, I don't really have to worry about that trip, that twist traveling up into my hand and grabbing all that fiber right off the bat. So, um, I don't know how many of you know that I'm involved with the Dodec, that I'm the one that created the Dodec that originally had a 7 to 1 spinning ratio. Mm, is that right? 7 to 1? I think so. And uh, that felt pretty good for me as far as um, speed was concerned. However, you're treadling that and um, you treadle that about as fast as you tap your foot. It's a, uh, it's a high rate um, treadle on that because the whole wheel is so um, lightweight where on some of your more traditional uh, treadle wheels you're doing kind of this motion because you have a heavy wheel and you have um, a lot of weight so you need a lot of leverage so your arc has to be higher and in that respect you do since you're Treadle's going slower, you want a higher um, ratio so that you can keep up with the yardage you're wanting to produce. Now with the Dodex, since you can just tap it out um, in quick succession, you don't need as high a uh, ratio. And then when you get to these... Um, manual wheels it is nicer to have a higher ratio so that you can have a lower spin because you're just sitting here with your arm and you just want to be able to lazily um, loop it around um, while still not slowing your progress but I still can't help but be uh, pleasantly surprised or pleased when I pleasantly pleased when I get back to that 7 to 1 ratio because it feels so much like home to me having spent so many years on the uh, dodec. Now a lot of uh, great wheels, if they're like walking wheels and things of that nature, or like a 30 to 1 or a 50 to 1. I do not enjoy that. I mean, I get it if you're doing a more um, homespun yarn, you know, that you want it uneven and you kind of want to go fast and dirty. But as far as, like, getting a uniform, thin line there's just so much prep that would go into being able to well either you'd have to um actuate the drive wheel slower or there's a lot of prep to get that 
um, fiber just right so that you can draft at that speed. Um, now, it doesn't matter with um, cotton. With cotton, you can draft quickly and uniformly. Um, but it does seem like with a lot of wool, it's hard at that speed to get an even and um, thin drafting. Alright, now, this has got a hint of white in it, and we're going to use it, because uh, we don't shy away from the white here. If it was um, like a white spot, I would probably pull it out, because it would really stand out. But this is going to be a white streak, because it's essentially wool that was close to a white spot, and as I was pulling... The dark off of the white, there was a little bit of holdover or blend in, and uh, you're going to see it when it goes on this um, top. You'll see that streak of white, even though the fiber isn't that, um, that much of a change, as you can tell on the cards. after you compress that light color and then put it in contrast to what's already on there, you're really gonna see it. So, here we go. Not only am I okay with it showing up in our yarn, but um, it's a nice little pop when it gets into your dark projects, you know, so you're, uh, you know, this will only be the hint of a white streak, only on a single ply, um, in one of the yarns you use for your project, so if it's a two-ply yarn or a three-ply yarn, it's not even going to be a white spot of yarn, it's just going to be the hint of a white streak on a single ply of that yarn, and uh, I really like the way it gives an effect on your finished knitting. So, the thing that's different about this wheel, as opposed to ones I'd normally use, is that the reason the ratio is so low is because this um, spindle pulley is so big, and that's because this is my plying spindle. So, first of all, it's 11 inches long. We can get a whole lot of fiber on here on this one quill, um, but we also can load the cob out quite far without causing any slippage on here because the cob has to get wider than like a two and a half um, diameter before it even starts to add counter grip against what the drive band is doing to that two and a half inch uh, spindle pulley. All right, I'm gonna throw some more white in here. Didn't show up as much as I thought it would on there. I mean, you see that 
light salting, but I thought that we would see more of like a streaking across, and it didn't do that, which is nice. Again, it's it's cool that it's a subtle effect. The uh, Tour de Fleece is going to start soon, and that always excites me because I like to know that not only am I spinning, but there's lots of other people spinning at the same time, and I like to know that maybe there's more of a reason for me to throw up some pictures or to share some of my yarn with other people. I mean, I, I love sharing it anyways, but... Uh, I'm more of a spinner than I am a, you know, photographer, so I'm not always as motivated to take pictures of the yarn I make or the projects I make as I am to produce the yarn and projects themselves, but it's this time of year, you know, that that gives me a little more motivation to uh, share it with people because I know they're doing and wanting to see the same thing. fun. We'll have the uh, Tour de Fleece soon. And then we're going to have um, what's the big one at the near the end of summer? Um, Spinzilla. It's nice that they have the two different spinning events in the summer because uh, summer is when it's nice to be out and getting all that yarn on your quill. Winter's when it's nice to be sitting inside and knitting. Alright, I think we're going to do one more card. Didn't call it till next week. Now this is a lot of wool we're putting on here. So, I think these are seconds. Let's see what we get here. I say a lot of wool. It is not a lot of wool. If I was at a uh, treadle machine, so I had both hands, I could load this up a lot more because uh, I would be able to um, monitor... Uh, with a lot more finesse, you know, what was happening in my draft hands, but having just the one hand to do it, you want to keep it light, you want to keep it lofty, and the easiest way to do that is very little, 
fiber being carded and then carding it into a very lofty mass. And uh, with that in mind, this is a lot of wool. how that translates. So we do have a lot of wool for this lofty prep, but we also have a slow rate of twist going in it, so there is more time. Um, to manipulate it. It's a little bit like adding that second hand back in. It's more like one and a half hands. So that, those are second cuts I'm trying to blend in there. Sure is nice out currently. I did not think we were going to get weather like this in the middle of summer, but it is uh, a good day to be outside and working with a wheel. So it's worth mentioning that uh, this quill, being 11 inches long, will take so much fiber that, when I, that then I won't have a machine that I can use to ply it. So what I'll actually have to do is uh, not load this quill up that far, and then I'll have to transfer it to a lazy cape, and then I'll wind off of the 11-inch quill and onto a 7-inch quill. Um, and fill it to capacity, and then I'll be able to use that to uh, do my two-ply um, on this wheel because it's got the 11-inch. And uh, essentially, if I filled this up as much as I normally would, but having that extra length, then that would be too much. Uh, there would be half of what my two-ply would be going on to a quill this size, and I'd get a great big. It'd be like four ounces on a single quill, which I don't love doing, um, especially when my projects end up not being four ounces, you know, like I try to stick to like uh, hats or gloves, things of that nature, and at, I mean, that's usually between an ounce and two ounces of uh, spun yarn. Um, when we get up into four ounces, I mean, I definitely could do a uh, scarf and some stuff with that, um, maybe socks, uh, I would think that four ounces would be a lot for socks, but, um, you definitely need more for socks than you would, like a cap or whatnot, and I can use, like, two ounces on a, uh, thick cap, but, yeah, we'll pick up here next week.